Hey guys, welcome back for this week's episode. We hope you're ready to pursue your goals with us and discover your full potential. You're listening to Dream Life Junkies. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Mia. How, How are, you? are you going? I'm doing good. <laughs> awesome. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love that. I kind of want you to start every episode like that. <laughs> I think we do start every episode like that. We have recently. I love it. <laughs> so cute. So, so today we're going to be talking about how to be alone. Mm-hmm. It's a big topic. I think I was the one that came up with this topic because it's something that I really struggle with. I just simply don't enjoy being alone. I've talked about it before that I want to like be better at this. I, I try to sit in silence in my own company and sometimes I just wonder for what reason, what am I trying to accomplish with this? Like why do I want to spend time by myself? So I kind of find myself constantly torn by learning to get to know myself more or sharing life, gaining beautiful memories with friends and family. And I just imagine myself on my deathbed and Like, what do I look back at that will make me smile and think I lived a beautiful life? And when I put that scenario up, I don't think I would look back and be like, oh, I just enjoyed spending so much time with myself. But then I think to myself, me, learning to be in your own thoughts and your own company has nothing to do with being alone or lonely Learning how to be alone has to do with learning who you are, what you want, and your core values and where you want to be in life. What do you think, Brooke? Yeah, I feel, honestly, I feel very comfortable by myself and I always have, but I think it's kind of beautiful. I mean, not everyone feels even comfortable to be by themselves, which is honestly alien to me. Like we've said before, you come into this life alone and you're leaving alone. You really need to cultivate that friendship with yourself. It's so important. But I think limiting distractions, being alone with your own thoughts and almost analyzing them, questioning why you do certain things or why you react to certain things. What are the things that you really enjoy in the path you want to take in life? I think it's so important to tune into yourself and ask those questions because too many people let their life fly by and don't ask those things and they you know like you said they get they're on their deathbed and they look Mm -hmm. back and they're like I was in the like total wrong direction I was going the wrong direction so I think dialing inward and you know becoming more attuned to who you really are is so important yeah also with learning how to be alone is also it's basically about like learning more about yourself and when we're with other people we're constantly like picking out personality traits that we like about other people and then we apply them to ourselves. So when we are by ourselves and are not being influenced by others, then who the fuck are we? Like, yeah, that's, I think that's so interesting to ask. And I listened to a podcast last week about this and I don't know, it feels like a kick to my stomach thinking that all of me, who I am today, is just small personality traits from other people I have met throughout my whole life. And just, you know, 
pack them on myself like makeup and then maybe one day if all of these personality personality traits wash away like who am I behind all of these I don't know I feel like you definitely have like I can see who you are I can see who Mia is minus all of those things because you're like a confident badass woman (laughs) like that's who I see you as and I don't know I don't know if I agree with that I think some people definitely can be Mm -hmm. um you know, very influenced by other people's opinions and therefore they take on those traits to fit in. But I don't see you in that way, nor do I see myself. Definitely in different situations that we're put in, we are almost forced to do that, to take on, to kind of, I don't know, change our personality a little bit yeah, just like, for a moment, just if, just to almost be appropriate yeah. for some situations, you know, if it's work or something. Yeah, I, I guess- don't know, I don't I guess it's just good to ask yourself these questions or at least think about this. Do yeah. I? Because I did that too. I was like, am I, am I, a tr- like, am I truly Mia? Am I truly being Mia right now? But I do yeah. think I am. I do think I have a strong mindset and I've always had. I haven't really let other people like get to me too much or take advantage of me and you know, all these things, I do really think that I am authentic. Um, but I do think it's it's something that everyone should consider that they're not just doing things, dressing in a way, just so you fit in with your friends, but that you're actually wearing the clothes that you like, even though you yeah. know that your friends are not wearing all of this, like these outfits, <laughs> whatever. I feel like I can definitely spot people it's pretty easy to read people and you can kind of see well I feel like I can kind of see people that are like that and this is not meant to offend anybody like we all go through different things in life and I think that if you're feeling a little bit anxious or insecure about yourself then that's when you're a little bit more vulnerable you're not going to be living in the image of your true self you're going to be taking on um you know, the opinions of others, they're going to influence, like what you said, what you wear, how you act, the people you hang around. And yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's very interesting to talk about. I think you and me, we we're very true to ourselves. Yeah, I definitely feel like that now. Yeah. Taking time to be alone when you're immersed in your own thoughts, no podcast, no music, no you no YouTube video in the background, it will force you to listen to your inner thoughts. Where are they taking you? And why are they taking you there? Like notice if these thoughts that you're having, are they negative? Are they taking you down a spiral and you keep thinking about the same thing? When you're by yourself, there's no one around you so you can pick what you like about them and apply it to yourself, just as we said earlier. Imagine if you live with someone or a partner, then you tend to like what they like and do what they like and so on. Because we want to keep other people happy and content. But what about you? First thing first, if you're listening to this episode, it's probably because you want to improve on yourself and learn more about you and your mind. So the first question that we want to ask you is, why do you want to learn how to be alone? 
Yeah, I think this is really important, especially in a relationship, because there is a tendency to like your two people coming together as one and your best friends, you do everything together. And you have to compromise on a lot of things too, because the other person enjoys things that maybe you don't, or they're going to introduce you to things that you haven't done before. And you might find yourself living a whole other life that maybe isn't in alignment with what actually fulfills you. Yeah. I think it's, it's also for me, at least learning how to be alone for me also means to learn to give what you want a partner to give to you, to yourself first. So this whole idea of romanticizing my life for me and not, having someone else to romanticize my life, if you know what I mean. Like, I want to give myself all of these things in the world, like a new piece of jewelry or some nice flowers or something like that. That's something I want. And yes, I would love my future partner to give that to me as well. But I need to learn to give that to myself first before I can let someone else do it. So that's that's what being alone means for me it's to like learn to literally just put myself first and love myself before I love anyone else and I think that's really hard it's really hard to like spend that time with yourself because I don't know I'm just I'm just not used to it yeah I find it it's hard for me to understand to be honest yeah but I do think being alone like people seem to think it's such a negative thing and it's not at all. I think it is. I used to think that way. Yeah. But you know, I think it's because people uh, like to treat being in a relationship or like having that person as a goal. And it, it really shouldn't be a goal. You know, you have to, if you're single, if you're newly single or you've never had a partner or something, this is an amazing time to be alone and to learn yourself because otherwise you're going to find yourself possibly in the wrong kind of relationship for for you because you didn't figure out what you needed in a relationship. You didn't figure out who you are and what you need. Mm, Yeah. So yeah, as we've figured out by now, I don't like to be in my own company. And the reason why I don't like to be in my own company with you know, no distractions. That's because when I'm alone, I can feel anxious. And sometimes these sad or negative thoughts, they can be very overwhelming and scary. But these intrusive thoughts, they're not real. They're not me. But I need to acknowledge them. And I just need to let them pass. And One thing you should know is that you should not take these intrusive thoughts personally. It's just your body reacting to you actually paying attention to it. So don't let yourself spiral. Just be prepared that these intrusive thoughts, they might happen or they might occur. And then teach yourself to react in a healthy way. I know that sounds like, how am I going to do? What? Yeah, like... it will take time to learn how to react, but yeah, you can't but just practice. 
Yeah, it is. I think it's really important to actually sit with those thoughts and to acknowledge them, not just try and avoid them mm-hmm. with distractions. Um, just sit with them and think, why am I thinking this? Or like, what's going on? How am I feeling about this? I was just super overwhelmed finding out like something. And I like broke down because it was just like too much at once. And then I just let myself feel the emotion. And then I came up with, I just literally sat down and wrote um, like, what are my solutions? And I wrote four different options and I just put it out on paper and that really, I always do that. I let myself feel the emotion and all question, why am I feeling this? And because we're human, it's okay to feel emotion yeah. and you should like trying to bottle things up. Isn't going to make it like go away by any means. Um, yeah. I think that's nice. Just like thing thinking more logically once you've, <laughs> once yeah. you're not so emotional, but if you never, if you don't st- if you're not okay with being alone and if, if the root of that is because of anxious thoughts or something, then it, you're going to be probably going through that the entirety of your life unless you make the commitment to sit there and go through it and face it. You know, you have to, you have to face it and work through it. Otherwise it's never going to be solved. Exactly. So we actually brought a few tools that we wanted to share with you guys you know, how to maybe deal with some of these like negative thoughts or just how to be more comfortable being in your own company. And one of the first things we want to share is there's a lot of visualization (laughs) tools out there and some of them can be very powerful to get you through some of these intrusive thoughts. One of them is, for example, breathing. You breathe in and then you breathe out the negative. That's a really good way to visualize all of your problems or a really stupid thought that you have. It's a good way for it to visualize, to visualize that it's like you're letting go Leaving of your this. Body. Yeah. Yeah. I did a meditation course by Mindspur and their med- I don't know if I should give it out, but <laughs> they have um, a technique in their meditations and it's where the, you imagine yourself putting your thoughts into a box, a heavy box and putting the lid on top of it. And it's like, okay, all of my problems are in this space right now. And now I just get to be like clear-minded and forget about all that for a second. Yeah. That's a nice visualization technique. I think another thing with that, I think you could also just take out a piece of paper and a pen and actually write, write it down and put it in a physical box and put it away. Yep. Totally. Or do the the burn, what was it called? The letting go letter that I mentioned on a previous oh, episode too, where yeah. you, yeah, you write down all the things you want to let go of and then you burn the letter. <laughs> you like, it's like a physical letting go thing. Yeah, that kind of seems like a badass thing to do. <laughs> so I think one thing that is kind of occurring with these um, tips that we have today is it's basically about hacking your mind. Um, Because another thing you can do is like feel your body. Do you feel relaxed? Are you comfortable? Are your shoulders like tight or your jaw? (laughs) Is it tense? So this is basically, you know, hacking your mind. Fake it till you make it. It's, you can actually trick yourself to 
think that you're comfortable. Um, I heard this in a podcast, but from an evolutionary perspective, there are books out there that basically says that when we're uncomfortable, our body is automatically smaller. You know, we're in a room with a lot of new yeah. people. Then we tend to sit in the back and we, we like don't wave our arms. We just, you know, maybe our arms are crossed or something like that. We're protecting our, um, you know, core um, or something like that. Uh, and then when you are maybe in a room with people you feel safe with, maybe it's your family or stuff, then we tend to maybe like, you know, walk around, we dance, we maybe say something clumsy, but we don't care because we want people to laugh. You can actually use this or these um, two body languages to hack your mind. So if you feel uncomfortable, and I know this is so hard and it's not easy to do, but you can actually maybe take out your hands and put them, you know, on chairs on your side. So it kind of looks like you're just uh, lean back, relaxed, you know, with your arms out making your body language bigger, that can actually trick your mind to think that you are comfortable, that you're, you know, um, what is it? Like, a, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it can just- It's like I've, I've heard before doing a, like a superwoman pose. Like it's just hands oh, on your yeah. hips and, and they say that it, it automatically makes you feel, it tricks your brain into yeah. thinking you're more comfortable and- confident um i think just like when i want to feel more confident in a situation immediately i stand up taller and i uh roll my shoulders back and i just honestly stand really tall i remember my chiropractor told me when i was younger that to imagine a balloon uh pulling from the top of your head and then that that raises like puts your body into alignment and i don't know just standing tall makes you feel really confident and if you're feeling unconfident by yourself then yeah your body language um could have a really big role in that in in improving that yeah the same with with breathing like if you feel uncomfortable you tend to maybe breathe a little bit faster but breathing slow it will calm your body and trick it into thinking oh we're not in danger right now so i'll i'll just breathe normally <laughs> yeah breathing is huge that's yeah. a huge one if you're feeling anxious about being alone really just tune into your breath and realize it's all okay you're good like yeah you're fine <laughs> exactly another thing i wanted to say is that you can always start small i recently figured out finally that the times that i'm comfortable being alone is when i'm either out on a walk or uh, right now i'm training training sounds weird but right now i'm just trying to sit with my own thoughts when I'm on the train or when my, when I'm biking to and from, from school. And that's, that's basically the only times right now where I will be completely with my own thoughts. No podcast or no music, no YouTube videos playing or anything. I'll just sit on some long ass train rides <laughs> with my own thoughts and like, where are they taking me? And sometimes it's kind of fun to sit and like, have a conversation with your inner self yeah but I one thing I would say with this is I 
I love being alone and like thinking, mm-hmm. but I have a bad tendency to think about the past. And that's been something oh. I've been personally trying to work on is because the past is past is redundant yeah. and there's really no need for me to focus on things. I, it's nice to um, think about nice memories and things, but if it's a bad event, if it's something it's you can't change and do something about, then there's no reason to, to give it your attention yeah exactly i think it's it's really important to be aware of when you're being mindless instead of being mindful yeah that's something i noticed because i started thinking like i started randomly just questioning myself what am i thinking about right now Mm -hmm. why am i thinking about that how does it make me feel things like that or just in the moment being like what's my mood like why is my mood like that yeah. What are the uh, what are the things I can do to change it, like that are in my control, and what are the external factors that are affecting it? And then think, okay, well, these factors externally aren't really. I shouldn't let them in like that. I think it's nice to. It's good to ask those questions to yourself regularly. It is. I'm starting to do that too, and that's only because I have started to really spend time in my own thoughts, you know, on the train, on the bike, or when I'm walking, that's like, the fr- like, even now, sometimes when I'm cooking, I'm actually trying to have no music or no podcast, because I'm just like, starting to, to like sometimes to just have my thoughts like on a rant. Yeah, I love that. Do you have um, something that you want to share, Brooke? As a yeah, tip? it kind of just, it kind of just uh, ties everything up, basically that this is all about well there's obviously i think there's two elements to this episode there's being alone uh when you're around people and that's more of a confidence-based thing and there's being alone just being by yourself and alone with your thoughts and with that section i would say that it's all about learning yourself and learning to set boundaries, like find out your own personal boundaries so that you're not taking advantage by people. Um, And boundaries for yourself as well, just for your own self-respect. What are your boundaries that show that you care about yourself and you hold yourself to a high standard? Learn what makes you feel alive personally so that you're not following you know, a path that other people have recommended for you in life and make sure your the direction of your life is in alignment with that and try to always hold yourself to a high standard of value because you are valuable, but you're only going to like your life's reflecting back to you. And I feel, I am very, I'm very proud of who I am and who I've become, who I've built myself to be. And I feel like the world reflects that back to me because I hold myself to a high standard of value. And if you, if, if you're struggling, that can be a, a struggle for many people and it takes time and work. But if you're struggling with that, you might see life reflecting it all back to you in a negative way. So, and it, it all starts with just believe, believing it and not putting up with bullshit from people if they're not treating you in the way that you know you should be treated, then don't put up with that shit (laughs) and hold yourself to that higher standard of value. And like we said, just questioning why you do certain things. 
why you react to certain things and identify any triggers you have. I think that this is really important because it's never going to be resolved unless you sit with it and you figure it out and you come up with a plan to overcome it. And that might mean that you need external help. There's nothing wrong with having a therapist. If I could afford it, I would have a therapist. I, I think Same. I have great mental health, but I think anyone who is trying to work on themselves mm-hmm. and improve themselves, no matter where you are in life, you can be super successful. I think it's always, it's just a commitment to becoming the best version of yourself. Um, and we're all like so individual. Like we all have, we've had so many unique experiences in life and we do carry some things along with us that, um, you know, in our mind and that like triggers and things, you know, just learning yourself and asking these questions. All of this is going to help you be the best version of yourself in the best place that's like suits you work-wise, relationship-wise, friend-wise, and, you know, even down to where you live. Like it's going to help you figure out what is best for you and what helps you cultivate your happiness Alrighty, guys thank you so much for listening if you like this episode we'd really appreciate it if you could help a small podcast like ours get visibility all you have to do is leave a review quick and easy right if you have any questions topic ideas or want to continue the chat from today's episode you can find us over on instagram and facebook at dream life junkies Thanks guys for listening and we'll see you soon.